What's up guys, Yomar here, aka Yogizilla. Let's have a real quick call to action today. If you want to support the Geeky Answer Network, there's a really simple thing you could do. We'll give you uh, a few links. And all you gotta do is click on them, share them, like them, you do all the social media stuff. Ideally buy something, but it's not required of you. Of course, this is just a way to help our sponsors out and help us uh, pay our bills. And we just humbly ask that you share these links as, as much as you can. No pressure, no pressure. But we would greatly appreciate it. I mean, we get it. Lots of people don't have uh, money these days. Disposable income, what is that? Uh, so donating is not always a thing. But clicking links and sharing stuff on social media, I think everybody could do that. So the links are very simple. They all start with geekyantics.net forward slash whatever, right? So one is geekyantics.net forward slash shiny prints. The other one is geekyantics.net forward slash weddings. And then we have geekyantics.net forward slash Martin Septic. And if you just uh, share those and tell some friends, uh, check them out. See, see what, what's out over there. And if you like what you see, definitely spread the word. I'm sure you know at least five people that might be at least mildly interested. We'd greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much, guys. You are listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. Hi, this is Normie from Knuckleballer Radio and Zombie Cast, and you're listening to one of my favorite shows on the Geeky Antics Network. Don't forget to check out the rest of the gang over at geekyantics.net. Warning, there might be rants and food ahead and possibly inappropriate behavior. Don't tell anybody, though. Gamers, ninjas, robots, and whoever else listens to this damn show, it's Horseplay Live. Today is March 31st, 2016. Of course, it's Thursday. If you don't know that by now, then you're fucked up in the head. Episode 120, returning to MOBAs once again. Oh, frick. And a Division Week 3 report. MOBAs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Damn. Before I have a whole bunch of <laughs> shitty crap to say about MOBAs, everybody knows him as just Nogi. He's the man behind the scenes, geekantics.net, the, uh, the, the, the man. I, that's all I got to say about it. But everybody else's favorite, you have filthy, hardcore, casual, Yogi Zilla. What's up, man? What's up? <laughs> that was short, what's up? I yeah. know, it should have been longer. I know you like it long, Obi. Actually, I don't have a lot of time, so it's got to be short. Oh, okay. Excuse me, sir. I'm in a quickie mode. Thanks. Okay, okay. Can't accomplish that, then I want none of you. 
So somebody let something wrong with the quickie. No, no, not at all. Gotta not get what my wife it in says. We can get it. We <laughs> 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 gotta get it in where you can get it in, man. So just, just well, saying. What? I think uh, since we have a lot of gaming stuff and news to cover, we should talk about. We've been doing for the past few weeks. We've been doing the typical what we've been playing, what we've been watching. I think we should we should make that our banter, our opening banter tonight, so we can get it out of our systems and then go deep on the topics we have. And I know one of these topics is likely gonna trigger. It's gonna trigger you. It's gonna cause. <laughs> it's gonna bring about the Obi on the Pody moment. It's not planned. I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen. Obi doesn't even know what's gonna happen. But I can just feel it in my bones. Nobody's in the house. Nobody's 86. We got Maiden Shy White Wolf. Uh, BFT yeah. Mrs. Q. I'm surprised. Uh, yeah, I know. BFT is slipping lately. Well, he's allowed to. BFT is always like the first to come in here. He he shows up like he shows up earlier than we do sometimes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, you know. I want to talk about some movies because I'm not caught up on TV. There's a lot of great TV out there. Don't get uh, caught up on. I don't have anything there. to talk about. Uh, well, we still, you still talk about TV, but I'm gonna talk about movies. I know you have a few movies. Well, I know you've seen some of these movies, not all of them. First one I'm gonna bring up is The Fifth Wave. Have you heard of it? Nope. Don't care. <laughs> now, no, nobody's will appreciate this because we had a conversation about uh, young starlets that have have become legal. So now we don't feel so bad about thinking they're cute. <laughs> True that. You know, we were talking about Ariel Winter, and now uh, the other one is the people. So she, she has kind of a unique look. She's a, actually a Georgia-born uh, model and actress. Well, uh, well, my my son watches the Disney Channel, like the Disney Junior and the oh, Disney Channel. God, yeah. So like that's all I see is that's these Bate, really cute. Really cute young movie stars that are they're doing their thing, and then, and then you think in the back of your mind like, how old are they? And then you find yeah. out actually they're actually over eighteen, and you're like, really? And they're still doing that show? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Even Disney Channel, which is family friendly, they have stuff. They do stuff. They put those actresses in positions that I can just imagine that. Ugh, like I, I don't want to go there, but. Like some of the stuff these girls wear is like, like I watch uh, around around our neighborhood. I watch these girls, young girls wearing uh, these booty shorts, where like there's ass cleavage, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to look, but I can't help to look, and it's wrong because I'm like, oh no, and then, you can and be then, my kid, and then you're the pervert for saying something about it, right? Yeah, exactly. You need to go put some damn clothes on, girl. What you looking at, pervert? Yeah, it's like, where's the rest of your outfit? Like, don't go like, out like you, that. You, you cut off half of your shorts. Yeah. Well, these are how these were made. Well, they're too small for you. Yeah, exactly. It's like the, they buy. The, it's like the trend that now. It's, it's, it's just like mass. Out. It's just like massively obese women that wear fucking yoga pants. Dude, and and it's like always two or three sizes smaller than it should. I be. said, I now everybody. I said massively. I didn't say big girls. Yeah. Can they wear whatever they want? There's a big difference between thick, full-figured, and whoa! No, no, you gotta say it right. Damn! Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say okay. damn, but that's someone else's bit. <laughs> I'll take it, thank you, <laughs> Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> You're the man. Damn! <laughs> Shout but, out, that was his line, guys, not mine. But my my build, though, my build, what I was leading up to was uh, Chloe Grace, uh, I believe her last name is pronounced Murray. 
She's uh, she. I, I like her. She she plays a lot of quirky roles. And she plays different kind of roles, but she usually ends up being kind of the same character in a way. She's been in Kick Ass, Kick Ass Two. She, she played Hit Girl well, on there. You know, the, you know the one that I like the most. Who? Um, and you are looking at the the young stars and and the up up and comings, um, which is she's made her name for herself in singing as well. Don't and, say and, and music. Don't say it. Is uh, Zendaya. Okay, I thought you say Ariana Grande or whatever. No, no, Zen- Zendaya, the one that does the 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 she's the spy and she has a a family, you know that that you know. But she's she's actually growing up and and actually making something, you know. She's not just all about kids movies. I mean, she's starting to do. I think she did her first. Don't say I don't want to say it like first official adult, like not as in porno. But like <laughs> something that's not G-rated, you know what I mean? Um, like I, I, it was like I think it was last year that she did her first, let's say, non-kid movie. Okay, how's that? Is that does that resonate every better better with everybody? Yeah. Especially Yogi's perverted ass. Hey, hey, hey! But Stop like, that. but but her, um, a lot of the, a lot of the, the not just girls either, guys. I mean, the the, the guys that are coming up, up and coming. Um, because as many girls as you see on those, you know, those, those, you know, kid shows and stuff like that, there's just as many guys because they need co-actors, you know? So it's like, there's just as many coming up in this, in, on the other side of the spectrum too. Yeah. That I just. It, yeah. There's a lot of like, we're in a, in a, in a place now where a lot of these young starlets are now coming of age and. The changing the role, you know, especially the, the Disney Channel camp. They it always ends up that these like Disney stars end up becoming more risque after they break free of Disney. And it's kind of it's weird. They become free. They become freaks. Freaks. Free. Free. free as an F R E E. They become they become free. They're not tied down to. I mean, because dude, I I was I was doing my own research. Of course, when I want to find something out, I I look it up just like anybody else. Well, unless I have a friend that knows about it, but um, I was looking it up, and and a lot of these teen actors and actresses were like, now I can do whatever I want because I'm not tied to. I mean, like the the contract that Disney ha- they couldn't, you know, they can't say too much, of course, but like the contract that Disney makes them sign if they want to be a part of this is like really like strict. Like they have to do so many years of exclusive Disney stuff, and then. Um, you know, then Disney, of course, you know, I don't want to say Disney, but that's just the channel it's on. But it's it's the you know to where they'll actually you know okay we're gonna promote you for your singing. You know you'll you'll be your your song will be in 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 um in and uh you know uh, uh, one of the one of the Disney movies that are coming up, like the like the and I'm gonna say it like the the who song Frozen wasn't that a a 15 year old girl. That song for the first time. Yeah, I forget who who that one was. I you know, know what I mean? You know what I mean? Though, so like, much. like that song, like they they have to like she had to have a. I mean, she's only like fifteen. My, she's only like fourteen, fifteen years old in the first place. Let alone what she had, like what Disney said. You know, okay, this is what you do, or you don't get you don't get anything. You know, this. I mean, the the contracts that they that they put those kids through. Which hey, it's show business. You got to do what you need to do. But some of that stuff, it's just like uh, George Lucas did with um, uh, whatever his name is. Luke. 
Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, now I can't you know think what I'm of it. Right? You know, well, you know what I'm talking about. You tied him down like he couldn't do any other movies. He still can't. Well, he's like, done. He's done, he's he's done, done, done other acting. stuff. But voice acting, he can't. See, you can't show his face. Like he, he can never be on another movie, as in like him, his his own person, him as an actor. He, his voice can be there, but his his face cannot be on any other movie, unless they've unless they've you know released some of that restriction. But I mean, there there and there and there's quite a bit of the young teen actors that come out and they make it big for a little bit, and then all of a sudden they disappear. Why? Because guess what? Homeboy got some money and realized that, ooh, I can get drugs now. Uh, Are you talking about Mark Hamill? They you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Is that still binding? If, no, if it, I, I think I a lot that. of it. I think a lot of it's done because of the new Star Wars. Is like they have that new head figure now still. Like, you know, with like um because like there he was the only person that Star Wars really really locked down. Because he was the face. I mean, like you think of like Harrison Ford. He didn't have to do all this other stuff. He had restrictions, but not the the, the big ones that Mark did. Um, you're looking at uh, Leia. I can't remember her name, but she didn't have all that stuff. I mean, it was just him. Like he got locked down. Like that was probably one of the. It was probably one of the best decisions he's made, but at the same time, one of the worst. Because if you're an actor, dude, you want to do multiple things, not just one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that, but uh, his residuals are, are, do. I think he does well for himself, so he doesn't really need to. Because I think his net worth is up like around ten million or something. So yeah, and and he's, he's got fine. he's got uh, sites. Uh, was it cameos? I guess you could call it. Is that what I'm talking about? Thinking about? We make a, a special appearance. But you're not- yeah, no, it's not cameos. He's got he's got parts in the last. I think the last movie. Number nine or eight or nine, because mm-hmm. you remember at the end of number seven, this last one that just came out. Oh, uh, spoilers! The oh shit, really? It's been that long. Well, like, really, I, I'm gonna okay. Spoiler alert! Everybody yeah, that has not it. seen it's, it everybody that year. has what? It hasn't been a year yet. Like I guess okay. at least a year. Now I'm gonna give everybody a chance to mute it for a second if you don't want to hear this. It's too late now. <laughs> okay. Well, but anyway, spoiler alert. At the end, when you when you when you saw that movie, all right, when she was going over to find Luke, right, and guess who? Sh- you know, he was right there, so he's going to be in the next one, probably the next two, and more than likely training her. Which, by be- the way, I, I started watching Star Wars. I haven't finished it yet, so. <laughs> well, sucks right. be you. It's all right. People are already spoiled the shit out of it. I don't really care. It's one of those things where I don't, I don't think it can be spoiled to experience it. I'm enjoying it so far, but I keep falling asleep. <laughs> I watched one through seven, back all, right, back. all the way through. Yeah, nice. It is the most confusing episodic movie I've ever had seen in my life. Yeah, like, they have a lot of fan made cuts that pieces together better. And the thing is, you can't really appreciate it all if you don't watch the animated stuff because it fills in a lot of the gaps. Well, like you know, like like I watched. This is this is this is what I I, I watched one through seven, right. And, and today's copies, not I didn't I didn't break out the VHS and watch you know Empire Strikes Back or anything, but like I could do that too. That'd probably be a really good. Anyway, um, <laughs> I watched one through seven, and then I went back and watched the um, the animated um, uh, Rebels, ca- uh, the Rebels, yeah, Star Wars Rebels, and yep. it, that filled in a lot of it. And then there's another one that is, um, I think there's two 
the animated ones that filled in everything. But if you watch just the movies, <coughs> it's it's dumb. It's I'm sorry to say it, but it's it's like you don't understand for what happens from three to four. Even though how many years have passed from three to four? I forget the 20? exact chronology. We talked about or it on sixteen Star Wars or something Rebels like that. Cast, but I forget the exact chronology. Cause we had a we had like a little time. We had to draw that little timeline to get it straight in our head, and it was still kind of confusing the amount of uh, gaps there are. And then there's the books, and a lot of, you know a lot of the stuff Disney said is no longer canon. So like you have to read like the John Jackson Miller stuff and all yeah. the other stuff is out anyway. there. And Go ahead. It's crazy. Well, yeah, so, so uh, the reason I, I mentioned Gr- uh, Chloe Grace is because uh, she was in the movie uh, Fifth Wave. It's the uh, first movie I can think of that she's of age, you know, because now she's 19. Uh, mm. I can't think of anything else. Anyway, I saw Why her. Why can't you think of anything else? I, I, I'm in perv. She was in that movie also, Let Me In, which is okay. Let's see a bunch of other stuff, but Kick-Ass, I think, is what most people know her from. But Fifth Wave is pretty cool. But it, what I noticed, the way they set it up, and, and I'm not going to lie, I saw the cover, I saw her in it, and that's really the reason I checked it out. And I said, oh, it looks like it might be sci-fi. And all right, so I was, uh, my, my curiosity was peaked. It ended up being really good. Um, and, then it, you know, I guess I really enjoyed it because I didn't expect much from it. But the way they ended it, you could tell it's another one of these movies where they're setting up a trilogy, at least. Uh, I don't know if this is based on a book or whatever, or comic A book. trilogy? Yeah, because... Because a trilogy is how many or more? Is it five or more? No, it's three. It's three. Try as a three. 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 Well, yeah. <laughs> but, so so anyway, the, the point is that it, 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 it's definitely, the way they ended it, they, they cannot leave it there. It's way too open-ended, and you want to see where they go with it next. It, it kind of makes me think of Falling Skies... But with like kids at the forefront, so it's like Falling Skies and Hunger Games, maybe a little bit of Insurgents in there. They, well, right. they all follow the same kind of formula anyway. So, well, except for Falling Skies, but you know how like all these movies, like what's the other one that they have? Uh, Maze Runner. It's all like it's all kind of the same thing where these young kids are you know come up against insurmountable odds and they have to overcome them and blah 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 blah. Okay, here's a question for you, Yogi. Yeah. And I know uh, our play guy, our playtime got cut the other night because of this movie. What did you think about Deadpool? <laughs> Deadpool is a very fun romp, and is, I'm actually impressed with how much they did with such a low budget. So I really enjoyed it, and I'm a big fan of anything Miranda Bakarin is in because I. So, what did you think about? Firefly. Okay, and the guy who played it. Uh, played him. Um, Ryan Reynolds? Yes. What did you think about him as Deadpool? Oh, we knew he was Like, was Deadpool. he perfect? Yeah, we knew I mean, what, was he going to be... I mean, was it... Pro- I mean, because he was... Because he's already so comical in his own right anyway. For any role that he plays, he has that smart-ass opinion to every single role. Um, yeah. And you, if you look if you look at his movies back, it, it is. <laughs> and it's great. I liked it because they use shit-fuck-damn... Every every amountable swear word and every piece of violence that you could in this movie, and it was great. Because you know, you know how you if you watch a movie that's got just so many so much violence that you just at, at a certain point you just turn away from it, kind of going, "Damn." <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
That's no, a lot of slight throat slicing, yeah, but it, it wasn't. It, it, it was it like him overdone. just doing yeah. acrobatic tricks, slow motion sometimes, him going talking, hmm, i got to pick up my dry cleaning. Oh, and then go back to fighting and shooting people and doing some crazy shit, you know? it was. I, I thought it was great. I, I, now, I'm going to say I loved it, and I don't want to be a hipster about it, but it was, it was Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds, you know? That's why I said he made the great Deadpool, the, yeah. the best Deadpool. And it was him he, being himself. In well, a he mask. made he made fun of it too because he said, you know, uh, what was the thing? Gosh, there was a line in there where he brings up some examples of uh, oh, look how looks are everything, and he talks about uh, David Beckham how his voice sounds terrible. So clearly, it's not his charm that's doing it for him. He said, hey, "You think? Do you think Ryan Reynolds has gotten as far as he did with his superior acting method? No." <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> Oh, wait, Ryan Reynolds is supposed to be the hot guy? I, I guess so. I'm not a girl, so I can't really look at him like that. So, you know, it's just... <laughs> it's that the movie's very self-aware. It breaks the fourth wall, but it does it really well. The the sex and violence, it, 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 they do a lot of it, but it doesn't cheapen it either. The only part I think got a little awkward was when, uh, when they did a little sex scene. Like, I think it was a little bit overdone. It was funny, but, like... Even I was like, me being a pervert, I mean, I, I openly admit it. I was like, eh, it feels like it didn't really need to be. There was like a, a couple of ep- parts in it there. It felt like, like I was watching a porno and I was with too many people to be touching myself. Yeah, so you know, I'm watching this with my family. I'm like, I feel I was more of it. Like, that, made, that part made me feel awkward. And I knew it was coming too because I already had seen it. Um, it didn't make me feel awkward. I was just like, damn, I'm in a group of people, man. That's what I'm saying. This shit's hot. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's Miranda Backer, and it's like, mm. I see him a little bit of skin of her. I'm like, <laughs> dude, you seriously got to catch up with the Shield and Flash. I see these on here, and these are like the the top two shows I'm watching right now. You have to catch up to these because the shit that the flat the 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 Flash comes out with is just epic, and then the Shield is just it's just it's constantly building, dude. You gotta you gotta catch up. Aegis of S.H.I.E.L.D., not The S.H.I.E.L.D., guys, in case you're wondering. I said S.H.I.E.L.D., not The S.H.I.E.L.D., mother... We're not talking about WWE. <laughs> no, The S.H.I.E.L.D. was that show with the that one dude that always plays the tough guy. He's in Gotham, too. The, the, oh, like, the, he, he the S.H.I.E.L.D., that, that freaking murder drama? Would you call it that? I guess you could. It's more of a cop drama. Yeah. It's piece, about, like, dirty uh, cops and whatnot. That's why it doesn't exist anymore. That show lasted Terrible. a while, I thought. No, I don't know. It, it, it was cool. I don't know. It, it's 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 so long ago, and it was so bad that I don't even remember. I think if you like the wire, Oz, stuff like that, then you like the shield. I mean, I like the wire. I liked Oz. I liked I liked those, but like the shield is just a another. You know, you got a badass fucking cop, and then he's a big badass, and then he's got his you got his partner that's more logical thinking. It's the same as any other freaking cop drama. Or cop thriller, or cop shooter, whatever. It's the same thing. It is, exactly. (laughs) Arrest my case. We won't get into this topic tonight, because that's a whole other discussion, because in our household, and most watch TV these days, and I don't participate most of the time, but it's reality television and freaking uh, cop dramas and... You know, pretty much all those crime scene investigations. Your family probably sits down and watches that uh, cops where they have like probably five or six episodes in a row, don't they? Yeah. Sorry, bro. 
Yeah. You get to know the song real well, though. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? I still don't know the words. I'm so You're just humming the rest. You're like, you just know that one part, and you're just humming the rest. <laughs> that's, that's what everybody has to do it. Oh and then they go, God. bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> that's all they know. You still don't know the words to that? Dude, it's barely. You have to be like Jamaican man. And like, oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> okay. It's like it's like if you listen to some classic rock and like the guy, like the singer, is like mumbling words. You're like, what is he saying? I'm like the whole Wilson Phillips thing. Remember that that whole thing where people thought they were saying, uh, "I'm your penis." Remember that? Well, oh yeah, okay. It was, it was saying, "I'm your Venus," but the way they were singing it was kind of mumbled. It was bad sound engineer at the time, so everybody thought it was saying, "I'm your penis." They're like, "What?" And everybody was double taking, was playing on the radio, like, "I'm your penis." What? I'm your desire. What? <laughs> anyway, it's for your information. I'm gonna help you out just because you're my friend. Okay. Thank you. The words are nobody now give you no break. Police now give you no break. Not soldier man give you no break. Not even an Idran now give you no break. Mm. Hey, hey, bad boys, bad boys. It's the words are totally don't even sound like anything I just said. Not yes. Know. But it's just It's that it's that reggae flavor where it's English but not really. <laughs> Bad grammar and you know this is the way this delivery is like what? Sure, it's catchy. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, enough rambling. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah. But take us, take us to the next steps, Obi. Walk us through the next steps. I don't wanna. Why not? You can do it. Well, in case you were wondering, folks, our opening theme is Jet Lag Dubstep, which is brought to you royalty-free by TechnoX. That's Techno with a K. Make sure you give them a visit over at TechnoX.com. And, uh, yeah, they got lots of awesome music. If you're in the habit of uh, creating content and you need music, background music, intro music, loops, outro music, and you're too lazy to compose something yourself, check them out. Worth, worth a look-see. Obi, what do we have tonight on the show? Any obligatory news, guys? We're going to cover some tech and gaming news, plus two losses. you find out about it. I don't even know about it. It's okay. <laughs> We're also going to be coming back to the genre that, uh, the genre that, uh, that I hate and Yogi loves, MOBAs. <laughs> I really don't hate MOBAs. I'm just sick of them right now. We'll also continue to report on a division, week three experiences, or week two experience. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Into. You were right. Um, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're going to let you guys know what's going on, what's to come, what we're going to be doing here. Um, I believe tomorrow there's a new update, and yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. No, it's not guys, tomorrow. It's not. It's not. We were thinking we were not? hoping is it, it the would. the third? No. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it. It's coming up. It's coming up. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because I know everybody's aching. I it. fucking quit. By the way, guys, if you're new <laughs> to the show... Welcome to our shit show party. Woo! Forcefully live. This is where geeks come to play and Yogi gets in trouble. Yep. We're a flagship talk radio show for Gigantics Network in collaboration with allgames.com. Our show covers all the aspects of geek culture with a special focus on Indian strategy games, technologies, rants, 
rants. Mm-hmm. And what else? Social issues that geeks face, and of course the community events we try to put on or be a part of ourselves. Rants. Rants. <laughs> We're just going to keep saying rants. Yes, rants. we rant. Mm-hmm. Rants. So what you're saying is sometimes, rants. Sometimes we even rant retro gaming and rant food. Uh, why? Just because ranting. Why rant? Because rant. Because. Ranty. Yeah. We're just ranting. Rant, rant. Whatever. Tell them a little bit more about Horseplay. So, folks, we're live and uncut, and we're a late night show, so crazy things can and will happen. We may say something offensive. We may fart on air. I don't know. May make an awkward comment about a young starlet that's recently turned legal and we've always thought was attractive. Brocast. Mm. Uh, uh, Jody Sweden. Not not, not recent. That doesn't apply to her, but we think about Stephanie Tanner and. Uh, Full house, and we're like, oh, yeah. she's so cute. And now you look at her now. Like, Whoa. <laughs> she's so hot. Whoa. Whoa, <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie done grew up. So now you can go back to that show because you're like, I know what you look what you grow up to be, girl. <laughs> Even when she's in the episodes with no two front teeth, girl, you are hot. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'll, I'll see Just I'll, wait. I'll holler at you in 15 years, girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, we're going to hell. Anyway, <laughs> so we're just, we're just having fun here. This is our show. This is mainly Obi and my an out, outlet. And, and everybody's outlet is part of the, the gang, part of the Geeky End Network, whether you're an independent contributor, part of the core team, part of our stream team, a, a podcast guest, or someone that just calls in just to, see, just to join the discussion, or maybe you're in the chat. You, you're all part of this, and we hope, we hope that you have fun and encourage others to have fun. You know, bring your friends. Invite your friends. Let them know, you know, there's some shenanigans. It gets a little crazy. If you want to just let loose with people that don't take themselves too seriously but are serious about their, their passions, their creative pursuits, and uh, their, ha- their hobbies, and, uh, and all that good stuff in between, all that geeky stuff, then Horseplay Live is where they should be. And just, you know, enjoy the shenanigans, man. That's what we do. Shenanigans. And, and really, if we say something that you think offends you, get over it, dude. <laughs> Seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is a show that we just speak our mind, we have fun with. And um, if you're the first person now, after 120 episodes, that have an issue with what we say, you're late. <laughs> Yogi, you know what? I just realized something. What? We both have two podcasts, right? You know, if we if we count Horseplay Live, right? That we'll we... have more than that, but... Well, you know what I mean. So every time we do a podcast, we're on on the same day. <gasps> oh, yeah. On, on, the two, on our two main podcasts, yep. Mm-hmm. Because we share Fatal on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Fatal's got double duty. Oh, yeah. And of course, this Saturday, time on me tea time. <laughs> NSFW. Sorry, I went off. And now it's time for the obligatory news and rants. Ding. So, folks, we missed some big, 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 big news last week. So we're going to tackle some of the things that we uh, may have missed or you may have missed. Uh, first, some sad news. Uh, and I think I, I might hit it out of order. Yeah, 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 here we go. We'll start off with the bad news first. And then we'll go, we'll, we'll go up from there. But uh, Fife Dog from A Tribe Called Quest uh, passed away at age 45 due to complications related to diabetes. Uh, it's tragic. It's kind of a wake-up call because I know a lot of folks are affected by diabetes. And serious serious thing, uh, 
you know, uh, one of our big community members, Ann Mill, she, she struggles with that. I know a bunch of other people do, too. And she's very open about it. I think it's important, you know, if you're dealing with any kind of issues, you know, whether it's diabetes, sleep apnea, or anything like that, talk about it with your friends because they may not even know they have it. And from your, you discussing your symptoms, they may be able to get ahead of it, you know. But, uh, hey, hey, I, uh what? what's that? Sorry. The one thing that drives me crazy about that is my dad's got diabetes, too. So, and he's a guy, and I'm sure you know some of these people, Yogi, that will go off and go, oh, ain't nothing wrong with me. I need to rub some dirt on it and drink a shot. <laughs> right? Yeah. Guys, gals, think about it. It's your life. This is, it's not serious, serious, but it can be. So take care of yourself. Yeah. Got it? it get checked to. out. It only takes, literally, if you think about it, it only takes a few bucks to get yourself checked out. Well, get he had, uh, Fife had a, Fife actually had a liver transplant a while back. I think he was taking care of himself, but then he had complications that were compounded. Yeah, but we kind of rolled into, you know, everybody else kind of, you know, it is serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, definitely. so, you know, so you get that chance to just check, check your sugar. You know, when you go to the doctor's office now, I don't think of, I can't think of one person that has had a checkup recently and they didn't look at their sugar. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a part of the testing now, so... Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's part of the standard panel they do of testing. And just because you have diabetes don't mean you're some dude with leprosy or some shit, so don't think that. Yeah, it's a lot more common than people would think. It's, Especially type 1. Yeah, and, it, and it's scary, but it's it's manageable. So, But, you know, to me, what's, what's sad about it, too, is that um, I like all kinds of music. There are some types of music that I tend to lean towards more, especially these days, more, you know, rock and anything electronic, you know. And all the subgenres underneath that dubstep, techno, trance, whatever. Um, but I, I used to re- be really big, you know, living in New York City. It was kind of hard not to be into hip hop, you know, rap, or what you want to call it. Though some people say they're two different genres, whatever. Um, and I, today, today's rap, today's hip hop is crap, if you ask me. But you know, I would say the two greatest albums ever made, arguably, were the Tri- uh, Tribal Quest, uh, Low End Theory, and Dr. Dre's The Chronic. So now we lost one of the iconic people of rap, uh, and, it's, and it's sad. It's a loss of great talent, and you know, I was also kind of secretly hoping that Tribe Called Quest would magically reunite and get over their differences, but I guess it's not happening now because he was a key member. Right. Now uh, another person we lost uh, recently is Gary Shandling. Now I'm not a huge fan of him. I, I did watch the Larry Sanders show, and that's kind of what he he's known for, and it was okay. Um, his kind of humor is kind of eh, all right. But uh, you know, a lot of people don't know. Besides that, that show in the '90s that was kind of a big hit, actually, it was critically cl- acclaimed. He's also involved with like classic comedies, like Welcome Back, Cotter, We're Gonna Age Ourselves Here, and Sanford and Son. <laughs> oh God, thanks, Yoke. Now, those I like. I, di- I dig those. Uh, what part of Sanford and Son do you like the most? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I, I, I end up whistling a lot of, like, old songs, like, in, in the jingles. One of the ones I always, like, I do... I do that one a lot, and I do... You know? Sorry, Ralph. Huh? The Griffin Show, or Andy Griffin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
No, what Sanford was, and Son was with me, theme song? And, and I'm not racist. I'm not prejudiced. I'm not anything. <laughs> I liked it when I loved it when he went off on people. <laughs> yeah, you listen here. You listen here, son. <laughs> that, that that dude was a tough old man. I tell you, I love. Oh yeah, Dad, you gotta calm down. You listen here. They gonna kill me. I'm coming, Dad. I'm coming. <laughs> It, he he yeah. always made me think of a combination of my grandmother and my mom, just like real hard ass. <laughs> you know, it's funny too. Like anything from like the seventies, it feels like was like very racist, but it was. This okay. is the one. Sh- yeah. Like all in the family, that mm-hmm. shit was racist as hell. <laughs> but look at what it was. I mean, it wasn't really. It was one of those. And and hear me out. Don't freaking blow me up, anybody. But it was one of those laws where in the 60s and 70s, it was really hardcore demonstrated, blah, blah, blah. And then you had the the 80s and 90s where really nobody really gave a fuck, you know. Um, and then now past the millennium, now it's all starting to get back to where it's all race-related. Like, who cares? Yeah, everybody's become very, like, overly sensitive. Like, I, I've been hearing things lately... Um, and, and videos and and, and and specials that I watch because I'm not really a huge hip hop kind of guy. It doesn't really the beats and it really doesn't resonate with me. I'm more of a rocker type. But I watched a show and you guys know it's The Empire. And the reason that I like I I listen to it now is because because it actually I mean if you can actually understand them, what they're saying, it actually tells a really good story. You know, um, a lot of times when I don't understand it is when they're going 90 miles an hour going and spitting out 500 words in two seconds. <laughs> you know, hey, I'm getting it. But it's it's what it's one of those things where uh, I don't know. I'm just I've done did laps in my head already. I hear you, though. No, like it. That's the thing. That's what I. That's why I say today's hip hop is nothing like it used to be. Because before, I used to really tell stories. Like you understood people, the struggle people were going through, and you got to appreciate people with different backgrounds. You know, and, and it, it kind of blurred the 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 barriers between different races. And I think that was important. Uh, now it's it's all about sex and violence. I feel like it's just glorifying that, and everybody's saying the same thing. Yo, I got this. These fly sneakers. I got this fly car. Uh, blah 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 blah. Hoes and bitches. Hoes and bitches. And then on top of that, they're not even flowing. They mumble half of this shit. It's like they're not even rap anymore. It's just like they're just talking and it's talking shit. It's like ugh, stop it. And I everybody like a lot of the stuff. old. I like a lot of the old school stuff anyway. Um, yeah. just because lyrically they actually told a really good story, and then the actual the beat, the bass lines, the drops, the drums, the the lifts, the everything that comes out was actually with that rap, where it was actually with those words, not just a part of the beat, and then it would just you know it was the same thing the whole time. Like they would have when they were talking, and I was listening to it to some today, some of like Tupac and and uh, Biggie and their stuff when they wanted to make a, a thing to where they like they were gonna shoot. They actually had gunshots in the background, man, bam, bam, bam. You know that that kind of thing is what I like the most about it, just because it was that old school type. It was that old school back in the day. That's it was good music. Now it's just kind of let's see how much how many words we can say in in five minutes, and and yeah, people like it just because of the name. Yeah, it's so materialistic, superficial. I can't get down with this. It's garbage. It's just encouraging more of the bullshit that people already do. Making us consumer whores. 
and selfish bastards. Fuck that. Right. That that kind of stuff can eat a dick. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, Battle Battleborn game that we haven't talked about as much lately, but could qualify as a MOBA that they, they you know Gearbox would tell you otherwise. But it's a MOBA. Uh, it's uh, it has an open beta slated for April fourteenth, if I'm not mistaken, on PC for PC and uh, Xbox One players. And actually, it's earlier access for PS4. I think they get it a day or two earlier. Uh, PS4 also finally got Smite, and uh, April twelfth is when the division gets the up the one point one update, and we'll talk more on that later. Um, also, Bungie. Is going to be selling full armor sets now on Destiny for in-game currency and real monies. And if BFT was here, I kind of put this in here for him. You know, uh, Destiny failed. Destiny fail sauce. Because I, I know he posted this on Facebook and he was like, well, this is a, if this is true, this is the final nail on uh, their coffin. They keep devaluing everything they, they put out in that game. So, what can you do? That's Destiny for you. And the thing is, now the thing that they should have probably done with the Taken King to revitalize community that now they're doing it with the next expansion. Supposedly the next expansion will be free. That's right, real money's not panda. Real money's. <laughs> hey, did you hear about um uh a game that you advocate a lot? Like yeah. Orcs must die, unchained is free on Steam. I was gonna get to that and it deals with cheap bastards, but yeah. Might, might as well talk about it now. Deals for cheap bastards. Oh, get over yourself. Gems on sale on Smite. And if you like the free-to-play stuff, Orcs Must Die Unchained is now open beta. It's been on open beta for a couple of days now. And I've already seen a bunch of people put tons of time in. If you like Orcs Must Die, imagine Orcs Must Die with bigger teams and the, with PvE and PvP. You can choose one or the other, so it's pretty cool. They did a, a good job with it. So far, I'm enjoying it. Uh, Fire with Fire... Is out on Steam on uh, an early access, and that's free to play as well. So check that out. Uh, you can't beat, you know, as far as the deal, free. Can't beat that. Cola. <laughs> free cola. So, a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned how the council market will be changing, and the thing, the notion of council generations would be kind of something of the past. Uh, now, more rumors, more talks have come up and uh, word has it that the iterative hardware is what the, the what's going to be the thing they're going to they're going to basically re-release the the current gen consoles with better hardware now this isn't really news because it's been done already the 3 S360 for example has had what is it four different processors five different processors the Xenon Zephyr I forget some other ones. Yeah, uh, Sony but, started it with PS2, where the PS2 got competitively better before the 3 came out. Yeah, that's true, that's true too. And, and, and we're not talking about just an aesthetic change, but or like small thing like storage. We're talking about processing power, graphics cards, stuff like that. Well, with, with the PS2, everything changed. Because if you remember, it was that black box. It was like a black box, and then on the front it had little ripples, and you know it was like just this big console. And then they went to something that was smaller than almost a CD case. Yeah, yeah. Which I still like the bigger one, personally. I do, too. But a smaller one, from what I recall, ended up having issues with overheating and, so, and like dust messing it up. And if you have pets, forget about it. <laughs> so, um, so this, basically what, 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 what people are speculating is that... Uh, and basically, well, 
the reason I'm speculating, for example, is Sony announced that they're going to be supporting 4K content on their streaming service. So people are like, hmm, will this also apply to video games? So, you know, and then the prices of 4K TVs have come down. So everybody's like, huh, the market's kind of moving that direction. Here's the thing, though. for In order for the PS4 and Xbox One to fully support 4K, they'd have to significantly increase the price. It'd have to be between 800 to to $1,000 per unit. And who's going to pay that? For that, you could build a really nice gaming computer if you're smart. You wait for sales, you could buy a really nice gaming computer for that price. Uh, unless you're crazy and you have to have everything bleeding edge. But That's what I got. Yeah. So that already kind of defeats the purpose of having a console, I, I would say, which is making them a more attractive buy-in price. Now, maybe they'll eat the cost, possibly. Uh, I know Microsoft could afford to do that. I don't know. Sony, I don't think, can really do that, even though they're leading, so to, so to speak, right now. So I'm thinking it might just be simply up uh, upscaling, or they might have some kind of magic where it's 4K but not really, you know, maybe some resolution between 1080p and and 4K, you know. So we'll see. Um, I, I think it's it's a cool idea, but it begs it begs the question: Why don't they just if they're gonna do this, they might as well just release something that if they're gonna make the price, especially if the price is gonna go up significantly. Like, for this to work, they'd have to push for trade-in programs, right? And they would mm-hmm. need to lower the price of the, of the current models significantly, maybe 50 bucks, 100 bucks, right? Well, you know, just throwing numbers out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then they'd have to say, they'd have to make it modular so that they release it. Oh, that's really expensive. Like, even $600, people are thinking about it, you know? And I think it's going to be more $700 plus. That's already a, a huge investment, and if you already have a system, it's like, well, do I need to do this? Here's the thing: they're not gonna make it. They're not gonna make it a forced upgrade because it'd be stupid. They're still in the middle of a cycle. The this this generation of consoles is finally really gaining traction right now. This year, I would say, well, it started to last year, but you know, it's really it's really gaining traction now, right? So releasing new hardware, even if they do it at the end of the year. It, they'd have to really make a compelling reason, but at the same time, not screw over the people that jo- joined late. So, I think it'd be something where every game will be supported, or at least that's what I would hope. Every game will be supported, you know, but if you have the the better console, it'll be it'll up-res, it'll have better effects, it'll perform better, higher frame rate, all that kind of stuff. That'd be the smart thing to do. So, cause you, can you imagine, you know, they're talking about this over in the B-team. Uh, which is B-Team Podcast, definitely recommend you guys listen to them, because they, they went deep on this topic, and we're not going to really go that deep. But they really went on the round, they had did a round table on it. And it's interesting because imagine parents with confused, like parents, they'll go, that don't game, they're going to go into a store and talk to these retail people that have no idea. They don't know their ads from their face, you know. They don't know whether they're coming or going half the time. They're just there, they're just, they're just trying to collect a paycheck, to be honest. They, don't, they barely know their products. The, half the time you ask them a question, they just read what's on the sticker. It's like, yeah, this has uh, blah, 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 blah. It's like, I just read that. Why are you reading the sticker? So, they, people, parents are going to go into, this, into these stores, buy something. Or someone might buy, or maybe a girlfriend or boyfriend is going to buy a, a, a gift for their significant other. They don't know anything about it. They say, yeah, I want the PS4. Oh, which one do you want? What's the difference? Well, they're both, they're both the same. Why does this one cost more? Oh, it looks nicer. I'll get the cheaper one. 
But if it, it you know, if the if the reality is, well, it won't. The older one won't play all of today's games. That's the problem. Now, if it won't play, all, if if it'll, it'll be backwards and for, forwards compatible, no problem. It'll just be like, well, if you want to get the best experience, you want to get the spend the extra fifty bucks, a hundred bucks. You know, I'm being wishful here. It's gonna probably more than that. You know, and then and, and then you'll get the full resolution, better performance. You know. Blah 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 blah. Lag free, no stutter, no stuttering, no frame drops. You know, they, they really would have to communicate that uh, clearly because whenever you see something like this happen, like with the 3DS, uh, my my kids have 3DSs, and like the new 3DS plays things that the old 3DS doesn't. But when you try to look at the boxes of the games, it doesn't tell you that you need the new one. It just says 3DS. So you think 3D a 3DS is always a 3DS? Nope. And that's a bad consumer experience because if you can't commu- communicate that consistently, and you're leaving that to the sales staff, you know, and, and word of mouth, you know, t- to be legit, that's a problem. You need to you need to have consistent messaging so people understand what the value is. So we'll see what happens with this. Uh, me personally, and, and if I can still playing, keep playing the games that come out for a while, I, I don't see the point of upgrading. They had to really make it very appealing just to get a little, some more pixels and frame frames. Uh, I'm good. Stupid. Well, like unless you had the 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 capabilities and the equipment at your house to actually stream 4K, it wouldn't matter anyway. Well, you could downscale that. You know what I mean? So that's but not I, a big but deal. you know, but you know what I'm saying though. Like you, like people that the average game Xbox gamer. That might do some streaming. Me. Take me, for instance. Since I've gotten the Xbox One, I've streamed more. I've, cause it's easy. It's really, it's quick. I just, I get on the website right here. I'm gonna come on the other screen and I type in what I want for the stream and then I start it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. And it, everything's great. Probably, you know, here tomorrow I'll be getting my capture card so it'll be a little bit more of what's going on with, you know, I have to do a screen capture and all that other BS, but I use my computer through it. But the average person that has that is not going to go and, and worry about, yeah, my shit's got 4K. Well, it, it says 720 here. Well, I'm not streaming in 4K. I can't. <laughs> then why do you have it? Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, just to say that you you have a 4K Xbox. Yeah. And then on top of that, if you are able to stream it, good luck getting people to fucking be able to watch it. Most of the people right now that watch your, your streams for Xbox and stuff can't even watch a 1080 stream. Yeah, you have to downscale it to 720 because their shit sucks. Everybody, their should internet be, is terrible. Everybody should be downscaling those files. If you're editing those videos, those files will be huge, even with good comp- great compression. It's just not practical. We're not ready for 4K and everything that it changes. You know, we're barely ready for 1080. Just saying. Yeah, we, we're barely getting I mean, true doing, 1080 experiences. They're just now doing uh, more experiences with like the 15. Was it 1540 or whatever it is? Um, 1440 where, or the 1440? Um, and they're just now seeing that they're having huge problems with that right now. Yeah, just because of little things that that happen. You know, you you can't watch, you know, this or you can watch this, but there's going to be black bars on the side of your TV. Yeah, because you get the wider, you got also have the wider uh, monitors and TVs now, too. Yeah. So, like, those off sizes that are still technically 1080p or 1440p, if you want to, I mean. Now they're going to they're gonna look the same as you, if, you, if you're used to a 24-inch and then you get a 19-inch. It's going to look this, just like that. 
you're gonna like this this monitor sucks. I got black bars on the side or even up above. That that's terrible. Screw that. Yeah, and that's a whole other thing with effective resolution, like your desktop resolution and the actual output resolution. You know, it's a whole different thing. Your viewing space and your actual output resolution. And, you know, and it's going to be one of those things where a lot of people are going to end up having to get a, a little breakout box just to downscale the signal, modulate the signal, and make it so that will work with their PVR, their capture cards, or whatever. And it's, you know, yeah. it's, about, it's not worth the headache. They're, they're going to spend all this damn money. And then come to find out, they're going to be pissed off because then they can't use it. Yeah. And like I said, I don't think we're, they're going to do 4K anytime soon. Not in this generation. Not, not one fully. Of you, one of you yo-yos. I'm not going to call you idiots because I wouldn't do that. But one of you yo-yos that buy a uh, 4K TV and stream off it and try to think that why your capture card is not doing it, so you have to buy another one. Remember, Obi needs one. Another one. <laughs> so uh, you can just send it over here. Little hand-me-downs, yeah. And then when I'm done with it, when I'm done with it, or if you need it back because your shit's not going to work, I'll give it back to you. <laughs> Scott's honor. So anyway, well, I, uh, no, I would, I would, but I'd, I'm, I, it's it's more set up to be a, a smart-ass remark more than anything. Well, here's the other thing too, uh, just to close up this this uh, topic. Uh, the, the execution, it had to be as turnkey as possible, so they have to automate it. The developers would have to make it so that the software would detect what platform you're on and it'll optimize according to that. Because you try to get console gamers to go through options menus, go through settings, and you're going to have so many people lost. I mean, you know, the only game I can think of that really has extensive settings right now is probably Smite. You know, the case I, I, mind. I do want to say something, though. What's that? Um, at the same time, me knowing to be able to check my settings and see what I have, I even get lost in there sometimes. And I'm brand new to it. Like it the consoles don't make it really easy for you to access those settings. Yeah. Like they put it off in the back, you gotta scroll all the way to the right and then you it's like at the very bottom or it's it says settings or options. And then you have to go to another settings page and then another settings page and then finally you're on your settings. Oh fuck, these are the wrong ones. I gotta go back. Like it it's they don't want you to change the settings. They want you to play it how they think you want to. You need to play it. But that's a UI thing. All these you get all these graphic designers are like, this looks sexy. Look at the way everything tiles together, and look at these. This tiles is a slide. This tile is a slider, and this is a big square, and then there's three little squares, and then there's a rectangle and a rectangle well, there, and it's all the next man, together. It's like for the man or woman that that thought of that, I want to punch you in the face. But think about all the games you use it. Madden does it, NHL 16s does it, the all games we're playing, uh, Smite does it. They all have this stupid towel nesting thing, and it looks cool, but as far as like the user experience, it's shit, because you have to like navigate all this crap to get to places. Like, I, you know, I miss like, when it was simply just tabs. You, you, you tab over, you know, or just a simple menu Three, system will up and down. The 360 has the tabs. Yeah, well, it did before they did the update. Yeah, the tabs was great. The, remember the blade system when you go each screen was a blade. And you, well, my 360 hasn't been plugged into the internet for the last so few years. So wait, you still have the blades? I still have the blades, dude. That's awesome. That's what totally, my son plays, man. You should screenshot that shit like somehow with the phone or something. That's pretty right. epic. Well, uh, let's wrap up the news here. Uh, some tech stuff. Yahoo is rumored that people are Yahoo. are saying that uh, they might be selling, they might be selling off the company. Um, you know, if you don't know, Yahoo has been selling off, 
has been buying a, a bunch of companies. They, they've done a series of acquisitions. Uh, one of them was Tumblr. They've had a, other, a bunch of other ones. And uh, it hasn't turned the company around. Uh, unlike AOL, which is doing pretty well right now as a media outlet. Um, and and it's, I'm surprised because Yahoo has a lot of powerful things going for it. Uh, fantasy sports. All right, nobody's. Oh, bye, Robbie. So... Yeah, it's 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 it just boggles my mind. But this is what's funny. Like, here's a company that's not profitable for some weird reason. I don't know how. If I had the resources that Yahoo has, I'd be able to do so much with it. But it's like they can't find a way to make it profitable. I don't I don't get it. But whatever. And and uh, it boggles my mind. But you have these companies that are failing, but they can sell it off for millions, if not billions, of dollars. And it, it just it's crazy. Like. It's like buying a broken car for full price for the potential that it, it could be a good car. This is what happens all the time. The business world is just a weird place. So we'll see what happens with that. It's kind of a shame because I, you know, I always liked Yahoo as an alternative. And Yahoo has always had like really interesting services. You know, I, I like the little games area they have. And, you know, they have pretty good news feeds. And they, ha- they used to have a lot of neat things for like bloggers and podcasters like Yahoo Pipes was something they had, something that we use a lot, and they shut that down. And uh, we've had to, like, develop our own software to do what Yahoo Pipes was doing, and that's been a pain in the butt. Because basically when I say we, it means me. <laughs> it's been an ongoing struggle to overcome that. Uh, Yahoo, you break my heart. Last but not least... <laughs> exactly. Last but not least, Google Google Maps... Apparently, there was a, an error with Google Maps that resulted in a woman's home being demolished in Texas. So, yeah, apparently, <laughs> two houses in this, on the same block, they were in a tornado zone. About, uh, uh, some inspectors went out to see which houses needed to be demolished, which ones were safe to live in. Her house got the pass. She was good to go. The militia company came in, and Google Maps reported that the street the house was on another street rather than checking the cross street the the house number they just looked they went by the cross street or something i don't know how how they made the mistake but they didn't think to like they just went by what google maps had and said okay this is the house they didn't confirm it then looked to see that there was still stuff in the house you know the people someone was clearly still living in there demolished it and destroyed the poor woman's stuff and i mean wow i can only imagine imagine going back home to like rubble nothing (laughs) <laughs> oh my Dude. god! That, that, Dude. And that's just laziness. The, them them boys would have a bad day if they did that to my house. Dude, I might be offline for a little bit because I might go to jail, but I'll be back. I mean. Dude, like the what the the foreman came out to the job site and called up his boss, and the boss was like, "Yeah, it's, it's Google. Just Google it. Yeah, what says this house here? I'm not sure if it's it. Yeah, that should be it. Let's go. Just go ahead and." Like, how can you be so willy-nilly about it? Like, <laughs> I just don't get it. So what are they going to do? Are they going to buy her a new house or what? I haven't followed up on the story that, that far, but I would imagine so. They, there's no way they won't compensate this woman. There's no way. That'd be a PR nightmare. It's two it, minutes and I'll look it up. I mean, it doesn't even, like, it doesn't even matter what the insurance would cover. Like, that mm-hmm. company is liable regardless. Because I, I, I would, you know, at the very, at the very worst... She could start like a crowdfunding campaign so she could pay for her lawyers. And she, clearly, the lawyers already told her she has a case. There's, there's no doubt about it. She has a case. And she's winning it. They'd have to, re- 
someone will have to drop the ball for her to lose the case. So, that's that. Did you find anything yet? Yes, yes. What did they say? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going over it real quick. They, they actually have a map uh, of what it is, and you guys can check this out for those that are live here. Uh, that's the that's the perks of being live is you get links and stuff as we as we talk about things, but uh, you guys can check this out yourself. Um, and there's videos and everything here. Um, it doesn't say of anything that's going to happen. Um, they basically it the 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 Google uh, map stuff you know because they it's all satellite now uh, or satellite so they it missed a missed some pass or loop around the block. Uh, it's something not around the block. I'm reading that, um, but some loop on the on the the camera with Google missed or it lapsed or something like that, to where it actually thought her street was actually two streets over. Yeah, and the thing I mean, about yeah, it is, I, I'd have to read it fully and Google, watch the videos and everything. But now people are saying it's Google Maps' fault, but that's really serious tech. They have the Google car that goes around and takes panoramic shots of everything to create the Google Earth data and create the ground level view. They have the satellite views and they also use some other shit to like triangulate and do terraforming and all this stuff and it's crazy. It's not a Google Maps issue. Google Ma- Google should not be held liable because this company's lazy. You can't just go no, by the company that. should be liable for it. Yeah. No, definitely. That's that should be company that's that, if you have a company like that and that you demolish house for Google or not for Google, or, or for the city, or the, the whatever, whoever hired them, um, that should be loss of jobs, plus the business should be getting sued for millions. Yeah, absolutely. That's a situation where I say, absolutely. Not like a McDonald's hot coffee lawsuit. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, some quick shout-outs. Uh, we got to keep things moving along. I know we're already over an hour in, more or less. We're about an hour in. Actually, I think exactly on the dot. But if you want to check out all our awesome peoples, our peeps, yo, their sponsors, stream team members, other podcasts on our network, go over to geekyants.net forward slash sponsors or geekyants.net forward slash podcasts. Uh, and, you know, there's, there's other links too, but check out those links in particular. Check out all the awesome people that we love and we support and we wholeheartedly recommend. Um, you know, it excites them. It excites us. It keeps our network going. It keeps their stuff going. Everybody wins, and then you 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 get to find some cool stuff and some good deals. Definitely. Um. <laughs> Blue says hello. Yeah. I see. So it's time. Do you want to do that, Blue? Go ahead. You can do the part if you want. No, I don't think she can do it. Pull it off. It's actually pretty quiet tonight, considering. She actually is. That's the first time I've heard her all night. So. Uh. <laughs> It's time. Okay. Ah. Quickie. Oh. <laughs> I was waiting for Blue to do it, and then I was going to go quickie. <laughs> but, <laughs> see if it worked, but yeah. Oh, man. So, MOBAs. Our general topic here is MOBAs, why we love them and hate them. But we're going to go off on a bunch of different things regarding to MOBAs. This is kind of a... Uh, a return to, you know, it's funny because when, when we first started off the show, people thought we were a mobile podcast. And for a long time, Obi, myself, and some others have, have toyed around with the idea of making a, mo- a mobile podcast. And I love the idea. I would never make a podcast dedicated to one video game. I think that's a really bad idea because 
you'll end up hating that video game in the long run. You mm-hmm. feel you'll, you'll feel much. yeah you, you feel like you're you're committed to it, you know. And, and like one of the worst things is when someone talking about like, talks about a game and they're like, "Did you play it this week?" Nope. And they go out for like the next three weeks. I haven't played it, but you know that sounds great. You know, so but, it's like that, that's kind of the problem with. But I think it'd be cool to make a MOBA or maybe a competitive a competitive kind of video game podcast. Wait, that's what the Sunday dose was. Yeah. <laughs> Like I told everybody, I'm not going to deny the Sunday Dose was not a great show. It was. I loved it. But right now, it's not It's not gone forever. I already said that once. I know. I'm going to say the chops. Yeah. But, you know, if you are interested, you know, I, I would like... I, like I, Obi and I can't spearhead something like this. We can help you shape it, a couple of topics. But we got our place full. But if, you, you know, we need someone that can take point in actually recording it and setting up the time and... You know, we got tons of topics you can discuss and tons of content and news feeds and stuff. Uh, I think there's a lot of interesting insight. And I would like to have, because I'm tired of listening to all these podcasts, and this is one of the things we're talking about. Most of, most of these podcasts dedicated to Heroes of the Storm, Smite, League of Legends, Dota, and I listen to all of them. They all, it, it drives me nuts because they all are so elitist about it. It's always about what the best picks and heroes are, best character, you know, best character picks, best builds, you know, and they, they act like the meta is by, is the gospel. Then we're going to talk about why that's wrong. Before we get into that, you know, we have been getting back into mobile as a community, particularly Smite and Heroes of the Storm. Now, Heroes of the Storm has had major updates, major updates. I'm going to go through a few of them. Uh, they have personalized talents. So now these generic universal talents that, that people had, uh, they, they're kind of getting those, getting rid of those little by little. So everybody has a version of something that was familiar, like I don't know, uh, Bolt of the Storm. There might be a, a, a special version of that, personalized to that particular hero. Uh, what's the other one people used to always use? The the poison one. Jeez, I can't think of it now. The K. No. Oh my god, I can't think of it now. I'm totally brain farting. I need to play more Heroes of the Storm. But uh, Bolt of the Storm is something they're trying to get rid of. And a lot of the options because people it's like an auto pick, and that's one that I think it's silly because Bolt of the Storm I think encourages, yeah, it's super useful because you could teleport out, right? It's it's like Flash in League of Legends, but I think whenever that becomes an auto pick, it just shows that people are lazy because if you're using Bolt of the Storm or Flash or anything like that or Blink Dagger, it usually means you're overextending or you you don't have awareness. Um, if that's an auto pick. Unless in the rare scenario where you're really that good and you're using it to dive in, get a kill, and get out, because that's what, that's how you play, you you, you fully commit, or you know, I don't know, it, it's part of like your initiation, like you die, you teleport in and then do your combo and then run away unscathed, you know. Otherwise, I think for most players, it's it's a something where they like having that 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 it's like a it's like a comfort. Kind of, like, kind of like a warm blanket or something. Like it makes them feel comfortable. It's a safe place, but it, it encourages bad play. Like it, you know, you really should be aware of the map. I don't, I don't think you should have that as an auto pick. So I'm kind of glad they're getting rid of that because it's just shitty. I, I feel like um, they're streamlining the UI, so now it's less busy and it's easier to tell what's going on. Um, they're also changing some of the things to make it more clear how abilities work. So, like, a lot of things say, uh, this affects mercenaries, this affects monsters. So what does that mean? Well, uh, I believe they made it so that monsters means it's all-inclusive. Any kind of non-hero targets are considered monsters. I think there is an exception, maybe the boss mobs. 
And if it says Mercs, it means only Merc camps. Um, There's a tournament going on right now, too. Oh, yeah, Heroes of the Dorm? Uh, it's the uh, Heroes of the Storm Spring Championship. Oh, yeah, that too, yep. And this weekend, uh, Heroes of the Dorm, uh, second round, uh, semifinals, whatever it is. So, yeah, a lot of stuff going on with, with, with Heroes of the Storm. Um, Garden Terror, a map that most people hate because it becomes a silly game of cat and mouse. They're, they're retooling that. There's lots of stuff. You know, One of the things I love about Heroes of the Storm is that they're constantly retooling this game. And I don't think League of Legends or even Smite, which I love as well, is as aggressive when it comes to like rebalancing and keeping the meta fresh. Um, so it's really cool how, how they're constantly changing things, tweaking things, adding more features, enhancing the, the experience. It's just really awesome. And that leads us to our topic, you know... I, I, we've said this before, when it comes to introducing people to MOBAs, it's really hard to recommend League of Legends. And it's a game that a lot of us play and a lot of us go back to every now and then, or if not, mm-hmm. more often than not. But League of Legends is a shit experience to go into as a new player, especially alone. So we always say Smite or Heroes of the Storm, probably your best entry points. Uh, I could throw in Awesome Knots or Air Mech if you consider those MOBAs, mm-hmm. but those play very distinctly. And Air Mech is a little bit more of an RTS than it is a MOBA, though the the hero combat is clearly there as well. So it's really Smite or Heroes of the Storm. Which one would you recommend to people? So Obi, really quick, which one would you mm-hmm. rather recommend to new players that are hesitant about MOBA? You know, the friend that says, ah, I don't like that MOBA thing. I hear it's really toxic and it doesn't sound like my kind of thing. You know, which one would you okay, recommend now with confidence? I'll, I'll play along. But you're going to have to give me some information first because there could be both of these games. Okay, you could all right. Do both of them. I'll give you some context. So first, we'll say, you know, there's something to consider is the console versus PC player dynamic, because Obi and I have played extensively on Smite uh, since the closed beta days, and since then, and when you play Smite on the console, it's a whole different experience. And mm-hmm. let me tell you. You, if you thought people were thirsty on PC, just going for the kills all the time and overcommitting and overextending, wait till you play on console. It's even worse. Mm, I know. I've been seeing that. So many matches thrown because people are like, "Oh, I got a kill. He's got one more hit." It's like, yeah, but he's got five people near him. You know, four. Well, I'm exaggerating. The max limit is five people on the team, so it's four people with him. But it's like, why would you do that? You run and you ran into their tower too. Like, ah. Um, I will say Heroes of the Storm is still a lot more team-oriented, though it's finally getting that toxicity. Now that it's become a lot more popular and the esports scene is growing, the toxic element is finally creeping in, sadly. But it still is, does lend itself better to teamwork and less of this individualized experience where like, you have the lone wolf types and people that ju- just do whatever they feel like and ignore objectives. Um, so now, when recommending, okay. Obi, when recommending, it, okay. I'm going to give you the context now. If let's say you have a friend that loves PvP in an MMO, they love that gearing out for PvP and cha- you know setting their up their abilities for PvP. They like the strategies of it and the tactics and the team aspect of it. They like all that stuff. Okay, they, do they play any? Do they play any past games like Avengers of the Old Gods or even World of Warcraft? Yeah, let's say they play World of Warcraft. That's, that's okay. a good baseline. So, you know, 
to me, a MOBA would be an easy transition if you like PvP, right? Because uh-huh. it's, it's the same experience, just condensed. So you're asking me which one would I would I suggest to my said friend, Might or Hots? Yes. Now, mind you, we'll throw aside, we'll put aside the fact that the, the graphically the games are very different, and obviously Smite is more comparable to WoW than Heroes of the Storm in that aspect. So throw that out. Which one would you recommend as a good entry point to, to get a feel for MOBAs? I would probably tell them, um, depending on what kind of person if they're, if, if they're a person that likes to learn how to play a game and actually play it right and actually you know not worry about working shit talkers because that's all they are because those are the ones that mostly die. <laughs> um, I would probably tell them to go HOTS because HOTS has more of a chance to, as of right now, I'm not saying it's not possible, uh, to go and, and stay eSport longer than Smite um, just because of what oh. kind of game it is. You're coming um, at it a whole different angle. Okay, okay, interesting. Now, I, I do agree with Smite. I, I like it. I do enjoy it. Like Yogi said, we play on PC and we play on Xbox One. Which we have, it's free, so it's it's not like you got to go buy it. Um, so like, it, it's to the point where if we get like when we get all five of our players that are in our our call or that are actually we can communicate with, even if we all die miserable deaths, we're actually having fun dying. You know what I mean? Like we're actually having fun. You know, saying hey, let's go for it. Screw it. We're going to dive it in. We're going to die. And, you know, somebody in the background, oh, God, I don't want to do this. And then we all go in and we die. But we had fun doing it. You know what I mean? If it's just two or three of us, and then you have that one person that continuously thinks like that, like, I'm just going to have fun and, and dive in and try to get kills and stuff like that. That's, you're constantly leaving us a man behind. You're constantly leaving us, you know, and then really what I've been playing with it in, in on Xbox One and before on PC is if you're a man behind, you're hurting. If you're a man behind in hops, it's really not that big of a deal. It depends on where the lanes are. You know, it, it depends on everything, really. Because lanes push just is just in smite, just like they do in hops. Uh, it's the same. It's, it's a battle arena. There's minions, so then you can scale up or you can do whatever you need to, to do. I mean, I would have to say HOTS because if they've played WoW before, they're going to relate to it from there. Um, if they played any Blizzard games, they're going to relate to it all all of it because it's all the Blizzard other games' characters. Yeah. Um. Um. You know, and then like like I said, if they've played something like the the M- the MMO, um, Avenge of the Old Gods or whatever it's called, and it's a it's a gods game. Like you can be different gods. Um. It really didn't get that big. Uh, then they would love this because they're Zeus again, they're they're Hades again, they're you know um, Cupid again. The fucking Death Circle. <laughs> that thing is great. But no, it, it, there's you really can't you really can't decide. You get, there's a lot of factors that I would have to know because if I had never met you, dude, or if I if I'd known you for a while. And you don't play MOBAs. You don't play on your console or you're just whatever. Me knowing you now, I would know you would like both. Or you would like Smite probably a little bit more than HOTS. Um, just because I know who you are. I, I know the things that you like. Now, if, if, if I 
I go into something and say I have no idea for the next person that says something in Twitch chat, you tell them what to play and they'll play it. I can't do that. Try them both. So this is my thing. I actually like Heroes of the Storm more because it's a game you could play more casually and and re- and relax to it. Even mm-hmm. in ranked, even when I play ranked, I don't feel that pressure of like this has to be the line assi- assi- assignments and these are the talents I have to pick. This is the build no, I have to use. There's none of that because, shit. Because people are fucking there. People, I've been tell I've been thinking in ranked too. Yeah, I'm still playing it, guys, just secretly. Um, well, not anymore. Um, but the people in ranked, they're not as these big assholes that you think. Now, every once in a while, Yogi, you know it. I know it. Whoever plays ranked, uh, even ranked in Heroes, you'll get that one person that just wants to be a dick. Or if he tells you to do something or whatever, he's like, ah, yeah, don't do that. You should, you know, why'd you get this piece? You should be getting the damage piece. Well, I'm a tank. Yeah, but you need to get damage first and then you get tanky. Like, you know, or, you know, you just know it all, right? There's always going to be those guys in there anywhere. Yeah, and, you know, that's the thing. Like, we were playing with Lane, uh, War, War, uh, War Kid. And he's a good guy. I, I like him, but he's one of those. You guys, people. go check him out on Twitch. Yeah, Work, Work Kid, Kid nineteen ninety six. He's actually Kid one two two one on Twitch. He has a different Twitch channel for whatever reason. But yeah, Work, Work Kid uh, nineteen ninety six on uh, Xbox Live. And he, you know, he knows his shit. I, I'll give him that. But like, you know, players like him don't understand that sometimes you're playing a MOBA. Not for keeps, you just want to have fun. And, like, he was annoying me. I don't, I, I don't know if he was annoying you, but I, I stood up for you because he was, like, kind of giving you tips and being a backseat driver and, like, critiquing your plays. And then he wouldn't let it go, and I'm like, dude, just give it a rest. Like, you know, we this is not our first rodeo. We would probably be playing MOBAs for much longer than you have, you know? So, and, and it's kind of, that's one of the, some of the stuff that makes MOBAs less accessible, because there's this level of elitism, and there's people that swear there's, that there's own, there's a right way to play a MOBA, and it's bullshit because well, the right way. It. To, Go ahead, I'll let you finish the thought. Well, this is the thing: people tend to like when they look when they talk about the right way to play a MOBA, they usually base it off of what esports players are doing. That's the meta. That and the meta, all the meta is is what's popular and what's widely acceptable, not what's viable. Ultimately, if you're playing a MOBA, if you're not playing structured players, playing for fun. Play with what you're comfortable with and what you're best at. Try to fill in with, work with, you know, obviously work with your team and try to fill in the gaps. But don't try to be a tank just because that's that's what your team needs if, you, if you're not good at playing a tank. You know, get practice that first, you know. Like, the, all the stuff about team comps and item builds, way overrated. Especially in Heroes of the Storm. Smite is, is going more towards a League of Legends style play. Which is why I try to avoid conquest and siege modes, usually. Because... The only the people in there tend to just they can't think outside of a box. They think that there's only one way to win and one way to play. And it's stupid. I'm gonna say this, and I'm not meaning it in any offense to anybody that does it this way. The only people that the only teams that need to use comps and and team comps and strategies like that are the fucking pros. Yeah, that's what they do for a living. That's what they. That's that's why when you know somebody gets, um, I don't know any fuck. I don't remember any. 
team names or any names, but somebody gets Zagra and it's a Zagra is super strong or something like that, and get um, one of the uh, you can get um, the archer chick. Um, I gotta get back in there, don't I? Uh, you you get Vala and Vala counters her some in some way, and then you know that's that you you elitist jerkwads that are all been ranked and saying you gotta do this comp and you gotta screw you man and it, if I'm gonna play is, that and if you start acting like that to me especially on how I feel some days I'm gonna tell you you know what fuck you we're gonna lose this game dude just because you're a dick well and, and, and what I love about if you look at hot slogs hot slog is great because hot slog completely shits over all these people saying that team comps win because they have data now that shows that different team comps and the win rates and the difference between the win rates are like percentages of percentages you know it's, it's mm-hmm. negligible and on top of that there's other variables to consider what what level are they competing at you know at the lower ranks we're not pro player like Obi said so we don't need to freaking play the t- we don't need to play completely you know structured and like rigid even the pro but the thing is when the pros experiment suddenly the meta changes and everybody's like oh yeah yeah you could do this this is viable like why because joe Schmo from this team said that you could it was viable all along but they made it popular like and you know a- what and the people that say that they see it that one time that they, it happens to work where the other team was caught off guard because of they brought out a I'm gonna this is gonna be back from like two thousand and nine, I think. But they they brought out a Gragas and a and a <laughs> and a uh, they brought out a Gragas in season one to jungle. You know, and it just caught everybody off guard. What That's a Morgana support. Thing, you know, which is epic as shit, dude. <laughs> I pissed somebody off the other day playing that. It was great. Yeah, Gragas jungle, Morgana support uh, Shaco, top lane, all these things that we've been doing for a long time. I've done, uh, we've done uh, Teemo support, and it worked really well. Like, yeah, so many- that's a special comp, though. You gotta have if you have like really high mobility, Teemo doesn't work support. You know, but it all comes down to like I think first and foremost, have fun with the fucking games. That's the thing, and yeah. uh, and and that's the thing with Smite. You might run into people, and we have some friends like that, like Lane that we just mentioned. They're like they kind of suck the fun out of it. It's like I'm just, dude, I'm just playing to chill right now. I'm really trying to. I'm not. I'm not in a try hard mood. You know, it's not like we're gonna throw the match, but at the same time, we're not gonna be like, man, if you know your time is a little off, you should attack a split second sooner. And I would have used this item over that item because it gives you one DPS more, and it also gives you a point zero two percent cooldown reduction, which would have made all the difference. You would attack fa- faster. It's like. Wow, dude, you're way overthinking this. Like, let's let's just fucking play the game. How about that? Here's a trivia question for you, Yogi. Who's the top bruiser being played right now? What game? Hots. Three seconds. Uh, I know Diablo's finally come up. Wrong. Diablo's not a bruiser. He's a tank. But Sonya. Listen to this, oh, guys. Oh, yeah. Sonya Sonya has yeah, yeah. been played 33,000 times. The nearest one under him, under her... Is Artanis at fifteen thousand? Dude, didn't I say Sonya for the longest? Is... <laughs> didn't I say for the longest that Sonya was gonna come up in the meta? Well, they just buffed her though, so 
She was anyway. good before then. Like the thing is, but you guys can check that out for those that are live here. You guys can actually check that. I put that in in uh, Um and you just go check it out, guys. Uh, you can get yourself. You can get your logs for yourself. Um, see how many is played. You can you can get your ever numbers for the last seven days. So go check that out, guys. Now there is what's nice about the warrior class in Heroes of the Storm is that a lot of them can be played as a tank or a bruiser. But now they mm-hmm. finally made a distinction where this is clearly a he, bruiser and this one's clearly he, a tank. Well, and he's actually number three on the list for tanks. It's Mirrodin, Johanna, and my Johanna. You know what I'm saying? Diablo and ETC. I mean, Stitches is even at twenty five thousand uses or games played. So, yeah. and Mirrodin is top at fifty six thousand. Yeah, that's, you know, the thing about Hots that I like better, and, and Hots would be my choice, though I really love Smite. I love the company behind Smite. They're very supportive of our network. They constantly give us codes, usually for PC, sadly, not Xbox One. We're going to work on that. Um, we need to write some reviews and stuff and, and I'm very... play videos. But, you know, and also Georgia Base. So mm-hmm. I, I like, I really like Smite as a game. The community and the direction of the meta and the esports thing. Like, I, I just like Heroes of the Storm better because it's more team focused. It, it, it's, a, it's a community, it's an ecosystem that encourages experimentation. And there's no items. So a lot of the stuff that causes the the, the toxicity in MOBAs is taken out. Like, it, it's more fast-paced as a result. There's less of this arguing about who has what build, you know. And you'll see things like All Specialist. The All Specialist build, which is up, the, that team comp, we, ran, we were one of the first people to run it. And now it's a thing like, like yeah, All Specialist is super awesome. Like, really? Yeah. Duh. I've known that for about a year now. Because you just siege the shit out of everything and you just play it smart. <laughs> There's not much people could do about it if you, if you have great map awareness. There's nothing that people can do about it. Yeah. That's the good part. You know, you There's split push. damn thing you can do. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it's, it's just... Here's the story I think it is it's nice because it eases you into MOBAs. You don't have to worry about all the minutia of decision-making. It focuses mm-hmm. more on the simple things that everybody should be focusing on. The team plays and the objectives. That's it. The controls are easy to pick up. You know, you, you choose the talents as they become available as you level up. You level up as a team. Every, you, you earn everything as a team. Every, you know, it's great. You don't have to worry about going back to, 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 to your town to shop and figure out what item is good or what item is good post-nerf and all that mm-hmm. bullshit. You know? mm, no. So, mm-hmm. I mean, as far as the right way to play a MOBA, whatever people tell you, don't listen to them. There's no fucking right way. Fuck you. That's the way people prefer to play. Like, I hate that shit. Like, that set me off today. I don't know if you noticed when that was said in the chat. Ooh, Dead Space is free on EA Access. Uh-huh. But, you know, <laughs> you know it's, it's not that I like Team Cop, but just there's a right way to play the game. Like, no, that's not true. Not, not everybody subscribes to the same method. But there are a few things that you should be mindful of. Like, you don't dive at towers. You know, go with you go in with your creeps. You don't just yeah, come take on. your tower by yourself. You protect your creeps. You don't overextend. You pay attention to the map. Uh, don't go AFK. <laughs> if you have something that might distract you, don't play the game. Don't leave a match in the middle of a match. That's poor. That's that's poor taste. And don't spend too much time away from objectives. You know, if, if you spend a lot of time shopping or jerking off or you go take a shit while you're playing a match, that's gonna screw up your team and it's gonna make your team fall behind. Um, and and that to me is really the right way to play a MOBA and work as a team. Those are the yeah. basics. 
you True know, that. you work together, you see what, what other teammates are doing, and try to coordinate with them. They'll just say, oh, this guy looks like a piece of candy, let me go kill chase him, which is what mm-hmm. most players do in pubs. Anywho, quick 2x, and then we're going to go into our division talk. Unless you have anything else to add to the MOBA discussion. I think we should... I think next week we should probably go deep on the MOBAs, Obi. We'll play some Heroes of the Storm and Smite, and if we get some a good amount of games in... All right, well, if we're up... We're going to have to get somebody else in here, too. All right. We need a a third co-host for next week, guys. So whoever wants to do it, you're free to come. Not Warkid. He's too much of a wet towel. I love the guy, but he's a wet towel. And his perspective, if we had Warkid on, it'd become an argument fest. I can see it happening already. Either you or me would blow up. And me blowing up, you know something went bad. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I want to see that for once. No, no. Because you saw it already in the Xbox live chat. I had to let, I, I need to take him down a few notches. Because he, he kept, exactly. I stood up, bro, I stood up for you. Because he kept fucking shitting on your players. I'm like, he's playing fine. Just let, he's fucking tired. Leave him alone. Like, he's just, every play, every play, he was like providing critiques. Unsolicited advice. I'm sorry. Some I muted want, him, so I don't, I don't even know what he was saying about me. How <laughs> I'm soon, sorry. How soon did you mute him? Oh, my God. Like, five minutes after hearing him talk first time? What did he say? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't care. It's not something that I worry about. Or was it just the fact that he talks like Forrest Gump? I I don't have room for a bossy bitch in my life right now. Yeah. I have a wife and a kid. Yeah. I don't need any more. That sucks. Those are people that suck the fun out of MOBAs. I love you, baby. Like, listen... If you just want to have a good time in MOBAs with us, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. OB, you have to catch him in the right mood. I don't care if we lose as long as you're actually trying somewhat. But I'm not going to be like, dude, what are you doing? The only, thing, only time I'll step up and say something is like, uh, you're, you're kind of overextending a lot. Or you got to just work in the map awareness. Like th- those kind of things, like the stupid little thing people do that consistently get them killed. Like always going up by themselves and not paying attention to where the rest of the team is at. Like, no map awareness. It's, that's something I'll bring up. Or, or diving a tower. Like, why are you attacking a tower with no creeps nearby and you're, you're tanking the, the tower's damage? No, stop that. <laughs> you know? That's the well, I'll bring up. It's, it's, not, it's not, like, I mean, I'm... The only time that I really get pissed off about stuff like that is if I'm trying to actually just have a good time but still trying to actually play the game how it's supposed to be played... And then you got another freaking numbskull come in and just, hey, come on, hurry, go, 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 knowing we don't have enough time to do any damage to this tower. The yeah. last time I did that with somebody in a, in, a, in a conquest or whatever we were playing, I backed off, and he's like, what, you just let me die. I was like, I didn't even say anything to anybody. It was in chat. I was like, whatever. I'm not going to die for you. I'll do that to anybody. I will leave you behind. Yeah, and that's kind of one of the things with MOBAs that can lead to some bad blood. You, you have to make a judgment call. Mm. A lot of times, I'll go in and help someone, and I'll die because of it. And I knew it was a bad call because I'm like, you re- this is not a winnable fight. This fight won't gain us anything. Mm. You know, if at best, we'll trade one for one, and what's the point? You know, but pe- but someone go in, and I'll go in with them because I don't want them to be like, Yo, you right there. Why didn't you help me, man? Like, well, it was a bad engage, but, you know... Everybody swears that they they know what they're doing. Everybody thinks they know everything. So it's like, well, all right, I'll go with you. We'll just die together. They give us matching coffins. Anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll table the MOBA discussions. If we get enough uh, MOBA action in by next episode, 
we'll uh maybe I'll make a special mobile episode and go deep on it. Yeah, I know we need to like uh, air the grievances. Uh, you know, it's not that I care about the team cap. It's just I like the game played the right way. Or what? Tell me what the right way it is. So honestly, right, honestly, and truly, <laughs> I really, I really kind of fell out of the MOBA. Like I still play them. Don't get me wrong. If if there's people that want to play them, and we make something like, hey, Obi, next week, you know, Wednesday and Thursday, we're gonna be playing MOBA. You know, and if I can join them, I join them. But like, since Dawngate went down, oh, I was just. Yeah. I really enjoyed that game. Yeah. Um, and it because it was just made so well. And the the, the EA fuck the, you. It was just when that went down, I was like, I really don't want to play MOBAs. I'm I want to get it. I'm more into the shooters now. Like I play like with Xbox, I play sports games, dude. Yeah. If I can play Madden and all that, I will play the shit out of it. Oh, I, and, you I know hear hockey you. and you know if I have all my sports games. I'm not gonna ever run out of anything to play. I can play e- all of them in one night. See me, I'm I'm the opposite. I love mobas. I just don't like playing with randoms. I rather if I have at least one other person to go on me, that is cool. But complete like pickup groups, just doing pugs. Fuck that. Nope. That's just AIDS. Heroes of the Storm isn't as bad, but still, I like the I like having that one person at least that I communicate with. Uh, you know, in real time, it, it changes the experience completely. But, right. you know, the the problem is with a lot of these games is that you have a lot of these bullshit clickbait websites that come out with generic builds. You know, they, just, they don't really offer any real insights. It's like, this is the way you have to build this character. And, and everybody says, oh, that's the way you, that's the only way to build that character. If you do anything other than that, it's not the best builds. Like, and if Hero of the Storm especially, your builds are really about um, your, your personal play style and also adapting to what the the current scenario requires, you know, there shouldn't be like there's always a maybe a, a go to build when you wanna when you can't make a decision, but it's not like this is the one build like they by design they're, they're working constantly to get rid of auto pick situation when they see a situation where you know there's a, one talent is being picked, you know, eighty percent of the time or even 60% of the time, they're like, no, that needs to be changed because we need to make the other talents on that tier more attractive so people will consider them at least. And that's what they do. But anyway, right. we'll move on and we'll come back to, we'll, we'll come back to the mobile stuff. We, we always do. So 2X, uh, some quick questions to get your thought juices flowing. First question is, what, at what point does rebuying a console, even if it's upgraded, become unappealing? We're going to answer this. This is for you, the audience. To kind of think about and let us know what you think. The other question is: Do microtransactions that fast track players devalue or imbalance a game? Are they just inherently bad? Are microtransactions inherently bad? What if the microtransactions are only for PVE content, not PVP content? What are your thoughts? You guys know where to leave us a text and voicemail messages. Uh, if you don't, in case you forgot, six four six eight zero one two one four nine again six four six eight zero one two one four nine. But Obi, let's jump right into it as we start to wrap the show. We got a good amount of time to talk about this. This is our feature discussion. We're talking the division with the division. Yes, it's a division week three report. Because it's still a division. There's still people that are splaring this game. Even the people mm-hmm. that love it. The theme of this week, Obi, is, well, I'm at the end game now. There's nothing to do. It's like, well, are you playing this thing? I just got into a, a debate with... Uh, was Chris uh, from the uh, Gaming Death Podcast. They came back after a long hiatus, by the way. Season 2 of this show, though technically it's season 3 because they've had over 150 episodes. But anyway, who's counting? 
Um, and we got, we got to a long discussion about it. Like I'm like, there's tons of stuff to do, but it depends what you like. He, his his argument is that if you want, uh, really, Endgame is all about farming Dark Zone for the best items. Cause that's where the best items are. And I'm like, that's not true. Cause and I said that was what the developer said. And no, I know where people are getting this from. Some of the best items, there's certain things you can only get in the Dark Zone, but you can farm the challenging missions. And you could a lot of the missions you can play as challenging, even though the daily says hard. And you could so let me up to three challenging missions a day. They reset at 8 p.m. Eastern. So you might do six in a day. You know, it could work out that way. That's six opportunities to get high end, you know, yellow items. And hopefully, the, the not just the item you want, but the roles you want on them. Now, I do admit, it is very loot-focused, but what MMO is it? I, what I like about it is the challenge of playing the challenging missions. The Dark Zone's cool. The PvP aspect, uh, not very compelling in my opinion. I like all the boss battles, the landmarks, all that stuff. But I, I do like the aspect of going to a mission and playing it on challenging, and it just completely changes the experience. Yeah, it's the same set pieces, but... The waves are different, the, the AI behaviors are different, and you, and even each playthrough is different because you might change something or the AI might switch it up and it'll throw you completely off. Am I right, Obi? Yeah, definitely. So I think there's a lot of variety here. Yes, we do need more endgame content, but I think this game is more complete than anything that could be compared to it to date. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. I don't really. I got my my head spinning right now. <laughs> I got so many things I'm trying to think about at once, and it's driving me crazy. Um, well, let's talk about say that again. Say that one more time. Well, we're talking about the end game content. Mm-hmm. If there's if there's enough to do there, and and I was saying that. I think this is a complete product. And we're getting two free, essentially, DLCs or expansions. In fact, the first update, Obi, is coming on April 12th. That's the 1.1, version 1.1 update. Well, I'm not playing until April 12th. <laughs> Don't be that guy. There's still, you, still, you still have plenty of work to do before then. You're, un- you're undergeared right now. No, don't, no, don't, don't tell me that. <laughs> you have to gear up so you can get go for the better gear. It's like a chicken and egg situation, right? So yeah, yeah. I just need to get in there and play for six straight hours with somebody and and just get do challenging missions over and over again and just farm the challenging missions. Well, our plan of attack for our next session should be farm DZ to get just some better gear, and then we'll hit the challenging. <clears throat> so we better equip for it. That way, if we do have to plug it up, we'll be all well, right. Well, I want. Well, can I pick my? Can I pick the team? I want Luna. <laughs> I want you, me, and Nick's fine. He's he's got he's pretty strong in there right now. But like, I just man, I don't want to go in there. No offense to anybody. Yeah, if anybody takes this the wrong way, then it's on you. Um. I want to go in there with you know with two three other people that are actually decently geared, so then I can con- I can concentrate on what I want to do, what kind of damage I want to do. Like I've I've got the 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 numbers to where now I just need to get in my positioning right to where I can snipe these guys or not even snipe them anymore. Like I have two, you know, an SMG now, 
which now I'm a little bit more close range. So I don't know. I'm liking it. I'm liking the close range anyway. Um, but as far as the you know the end game content, I don't think they have enough. I, I really don't. Um, and saying this because I've I'm, I'm a WoW player, and so I I I'm always getting to end game content and say World of Warcraft. There's never enough, and that that game's freaking huge. I don't think any game has ever had the you know the full and you know do they have good end game content? Is it worth worth getting there once you get to 30 it's just doing repetitive more repetitive things uh just like the game is um to get better gear so that you can do incursions or i, I guarantee you with the gear that i have i could we could probably go on and do i could do an incursion because you're going to do my normal anyway first and i'm going to be there on release they, and i'm 30 so it's they not, already you know, they already talked about i saw some early pr- uh playthroughs and they look like they're going to be more challenging than challenging, even on normal. Okay, well, it's anyway, be a lot more mechanics. Um, we there. might you need to tell the clan that we have something to do. We want I want to get Fatal Blades up to thirty by the by the release. Right, I'm getting him the game. I don't think he knows it yet, but anyway, yeah, so he has two weeks to get there. That's that's easy. Yeah, so we need to get him to thirty and get him some at least some. You know, some uh, half half uh, uh, yellow, or I don't know what the thing is called. High end. But uh, at least half his gear be high end, uh, so that we can, you know, cause it, and really, it's it's all what you play. Like, I'm not going to go in there as a as a tank and be, you know, half geared. You know, you, the tank needs to be the most geared, or you know, so some of the DPS need to be really geared so they can put that damage out really fast. At least powerful guns. Um, so, yeah, I'll be fine. I just have to, uh, like I said, I need about six hours, and, uh, if I can farm the right, you know, and get the, get the drops, basically, um, it's, it's worth it. Because in six hours, we could probably do the challenging at least six times. And that's back to back to back to back with, you know, five, ten minutes in between, depending on how long it takes. Yeah, it's doable. It's doable. You know, but the thing is, you know, most of the people saying not enough content haven't really they're either not into the PVE stuff or they haven't really put in the time. Like I could say, like I should be the one saying there's not enough to do. I'm uh, about 130 hours in, and I'm still finding plenty to do and to keep me engaged. And that's with me feeling that Dark Zone could be more as far as the PVP. And the PVP aspect is actually my least appealing aspect. And the or- thing is. Most people are geared for PvP, not PvE. Because a lot of the people that are like, yeah, I got 180,000 DPS. And they go into challenging and they suck ass because they have no sense of mechanics, teamwork, and they're just built glass cannon style. And they, 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 they're used They get one shot, yeah. Yeah. And they said with the incursions coming up and the, all the other content coming up, that if you're a glass cannon, it's, it's, the developer said, look, you know, we want people to know that that being able to put out that kind of d- damage doesn't mean anything if you don't have the opportunity to put it, get it out there. So I love that. So people actually start min-maxing and start playing more balance and, you know, trying different things, not just going all in on DPS. That's stupid. You're useless to your team when you do that. Okay, if four people focus you in the dark zone, you're dead. Oh, oh yeah, you got 200 DPS, whatever. You're dead. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for the contribution. <laughs> yeah. 
So some some preview, some previews here for the uh, 1.1 update. Uh, the trading, as we knew, was going to be limited to things. So it's a two-hour window to trade stuff. Um, you can drop the stuff on the ground, and people can pick it up. You have two hours with any item you pick up to do that, and you keep you can trade and retrade stuff for that that two-hour window. So each basically each item will have um, a, a timer on its own. Uh, there's going to be gear score instead of item levels, and that's going to determine if you're uh, if you could go into incursions. Um, the clan system, I didn't see if they confirmed that yet. That's really something I think they need to do way sooner than later. Uh, what's up, Mr. Sun? Uh, they, they did uh, say, and I quote, well, this is, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm pretty sure this is something to the effect of every playthrough will be different in the incursions and the other PvE content coming, so I'm excited about that. They're going to have named uh, unique item sets that fit various roles. Uh, one of them is the Path of the Nomad, which is optimized for the Dark Zone. Uh, they have one that's like uh, meant for people that are electronics, support heavy, uh, they have one that's for snipers, and they have another one that's for um, just standard DPS builds. Um, there's some other stuff in there, too. Uh, and in the Dark Zone, they're adding more content in there, um, random encounters that will be actually um, timed encounters, not random. There'll be random, more random encounters, but it's going to be timed encounters, so people are going to probably end up camping those, and they're going to have special drops. So it's going to be something where people are going to be fighting... Over those those uh, areas, it's gonna be one of those things where who's gonna pull the trigger first and go rogue. So that's gonna be interesting. Well, we had a couple of those scenarios the other day, didn't we? Well, yeah, because that's what ended up happening in the uh, the, uh, the extraction zones. Yeah. You know, there's always this tension. But now they're saying with these special drops, they will not be contaminated somehow. They'll automatically extract on the spot. I don't know how that will work. I'm thinking of a few ways it could work. But, dude. That, <laughs> can, you, can you imagine that? Like, yeah. the, 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 the shit show that's going to be, like, having 16 players camping out a spot. Like, alright, I'm not going to attack him first, but if he picks up something good, I'm going to shoot him. Like, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the whole part of it. Like, that's... <clears throat> Like I said before, dude. Like only one group. Only one group will get the spoils of the war, and then they have to wait for the timer to run out for the respawn. Yeah, but that's what. Like I said before. All right. If they would come up with uh, something to where there's a PvP area, to where you know you can only get certain gear in this area, right? And you make it to where you know you can gear up enough to where everybody can be on the same playing field when they go in there to get it. Now, if somebody else has a piece of that gear that, you know, it's basically an instance, basically. If somebody else has that piece of gear, they can already use it, of course, but they can only use it in there, in PvP. That's how it would be classified as PvP gear, right? Yeah. So it's automatically on them when they go into it. Any PvP gear that they have would automatically be put on them, right? So, I mean, I... And there's ways to do it, and that's what they need to do because of, I mean, no offense, and I, I like a good fight just like anybody else, but sometimes I just want to get some gear and just get some gear. Yeah. Well, that's that's where the... That's why, I like going to, that's why I like going in there at 7 o'clock in the morning, dude. Because nobody's dude, up. I know. 
Well, well, we the other day we, uh, me and Luna anchored a instance we had, and we dominated that instance. There was no one in there, so we just stayed there. And I, I would, I, I took a bunch of breaks. I got off for like twenty minutes, a half hour, but we like we held down that instance and kept coming back to it because it was empty and we just farmed all day and it was great. Like I like the DZ like that. The PvP stuff, I like it. It's just that it's kind of bullshit right now because. You have to build for PvP, and there's no loadouts, so it's a pain in the butt. You have to switch your gear out, your abilities out, and it's kind of a pain in the ass. But then there's PvE stuff in there, so like you're building for Pv for optimal PvE, which is a whole different build than if you want to be optimal for PvP. And it's, it's you basically have to decide like, well, do I want to be vulnerable to the NPCs or vulnerable to the players? There's a whole different playstyle when you when you fight other players. You know, like you have to be like you have to run first aid against players because you need that old shit button. You know, when your med kit's on, do, on cooldown and you need that to be able to get out of that last bit of uh, DPS or get the hell out, you need that because if you're down, they're gonna take you out. You're not, you're, you're not gonna go you just go down. They're gonna kill you and then you won't be able to revive. That's it. You derank and you lose your shit. So it, you know, it's it's high risk, high reward, and a lot of people saying, "Well, DZ sucks," but you know, if you get that empty server, like I like it. It's great. Because the landmarks are fun. I like finding the world bosses that respond fast enough. I like exploring that whole area. The random encounters are exciting. And the, when you have a scavenging set on, my, my scavenging is at around 150% right now. I have it almost maxed out. So I get random Damn. gold. Sometimes I get, I get yellows out of random bullshit mobs. You know, trash mobs drop it sometimes. Like, not even name mobs. So... It's really well worth it, and we need to work on getting our our rank up to fifty plus on DZ, so we can start getting those high end blueprints. Cause that's the event, and nothing else, and not just for the drops, but those blueprints. Because then you can keep recrafting stuff. You can just farm materials, and that's easy enough to farm in the regular world and the DZ. You can just craft stuff and keep crafting the item until you get the roles that you like to fit your playstyle, and that's exciting. Like the crafting itself adds enough of a layer of depth in there and, and like from people the people that keep saying it's not enough to do end game I, I, I bet you and I know a bunch of them for a fact have not even touch crafting they're going strictly off of farming and hoping to get loot drops right you need to do the crafting if, if you get into the crafting it changes the game completely cause then it's not just do I have the best gear but really everyone ideally should have two or three sets of gear per character so you can swap out on the fly, and it's a it's an easy way to respec without having to go through the headaches. What respecing usually means, you just drop on, put on other gear. That's it, done. You know, Obi's like, mm-hmm. that's too much work. Yeah. But I tell you what, if we can get into a, we'll, we'll we'll do a bunch of, we'll make our focus, and I have to do the challenging. But actually, we should do the DZ first. Farm the DZ a few times. Hopefully, we get lucky and get a nice instance where not a bunch of dicks just randomly aggroing for no reason. Because people are now—it's so ridiculous that people are attacking you even when you don't have gear on you. They're just killing you because they can. It's, it's stupid. They need to have a PVP area to let people scratch that itch. I mean, Dark Zone will still have PVP clearly, but for people that just want to just want to test out their fighting skills and climb up a ladder, go through a training scenario, whatever. They can have that that other area, like because these is just bullshit sometimes. You either get it's hit or miss. You either get people that are just farming and, and don't want to be bothered, or you get the people that are like I'm gonna shoot everything that walks. Ah, and that's stupid. Because I understand if you attack someone, you see someone they have a little they have a little pack on them. And you see they've been farming for a while. You're like, hmm. 
they might, I think they just picked up some really good gear. I'm going to go for it. You know? And, of course, clear it with your team. Don't be that dick that kills someone and gets everybody rogue. You know? Ugh. I'm gonna, if, you, if you do that on my group, you aggro someone without the whole team saying, yes, go for it, I will drop your group and not group with you and DZ again. I'm letting you know right now. Chris. No, this is he, he was like it's no big deal if you oh you lose a little bit of your rank and some D, and your loot and the DZ keys and you get to get those back easily, but it's the principle of it. What if I had a, a high end on me, you know? What if that little bit of of experience I lost deranked me, you know? And then and then you don't know how rogue. What about if that rogue status takes longer than expected? People keep shooting us and resetting that timer, extending that timer. Now we're marked because you you felt like oh well that guy has loot on him I'm gonna steal it it's like clear it with your group make sure everybody's cool with it not just one person one person says oh yeah let's go for it no don't say oh yeah, okay here we go because there's still other people on your team that's what, see that's what I don't like about it that, that PvP yeah, the people that are overly aggressive you know but everything else I'm I'm, I'm really excited about. I'm still really enjoying it the only thing I don't like uh, also besides the PvP being a little meh is uh. Is the that there's only five missions, uh, more or less, that are you could play as challenging. So, that's the only thing. As far as it being loot driven, what MMO isn't? <laughs> yeah, it no always shit. Com- yeah, I was like, that's really kind of the point. I was like saying, I don't know, this porn is is too much about tits and ass. <laughs> well, okay, sorry. But I do agree that they definitely, with these next updates, they do need to add a lot of more variety in there. So I want, pe- I, if any, for nothing else, for people who keep bitching and saying it's so, it's so repetitive, there's nothing to do now, man. <laughs> Can they say that and they scare people away from what's a great game? Listen, I can't think of any other game where it's a tactical shooter that's an MMORPG. With a nice little storyline that's a, a backdrop, but not the main focus, and it's all about teamwork and and being tactical and and, and positioning, all, all that fun stuff. It's great, and it's a great cooperative experience that has a little bit of PvP in there if you need that. There's nothing right. else like it out there right now. Those are Destiny people. That did not count by any means. Because Destiny is almost all about the PvP. Right. Obi, are you brought down the division? No, 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 no. There's just like I said, I'm playing other things too, and doing stuff, other stuff in my life. You sound distracted. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. No, I'm not distracted. I'm just, um, I don't know. Well, how to explain it? On that note, let's start wrapping this bad boy up. Obi, it's on you, buddy. I'm just chi- I'm just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> I gotta get down to it because you know it's the show notes are like a mile and a half long. Guys, we do want to let you know that everything. If you guys have any comments whatsoever, again, send us a voicemail or a text. We'll we'll get both six four six eight zero one two one four nine, and we'll respond next week. Uh, let you guys. Um, let you guys be heard. But, guys, Horseplay Live is everywhere you can listen to and, and download awesome podcasts, including allgames.com, Player FM, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. 
Please take a few minutes out to thumbs up, favorite, subscribe, and share. Even better, we'd love some reviews and comments, guys. It's quick, it's easy, and it really helps us out. Huge thanks to all those who have been promoting our content. We love you. Every little bit helps. You guys like eye candy? We have that, too. You guys can go to YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash geeky antics. Check out the YouTube video of this. And of course, here on twitch.tv forward slash geeky antics, we'll have a, uh, a playback or um, a highlight. Here on Geeky Antics Network, in collaboration with All Games Radio Network, we have tons of shows that we cover with a wide spectrum of topics. We can't possibly plug everything. So if you guys want to see your next favorite show, go ahead and go to geekyantics.net forward slash podcast or forward slash schedule. But you can also check out the aggregate feeds uh, on our Twitch profile, geekyantics.net forward slash podcast. So don't forget, guys, the intro and outro theme of Horseplay Live and a lot of the Geeky Antics Network uh, podcasts are, um, well, I don't want to say a lot of them, a few of them. Uh, they're brought to you by Technoax. It's Techno with a K. Go and check him out, technoax.com. I think you'll like what you see. But for now, guys... We really appreciate it. If you guys are listening to us on allgames.com, the Deck Pixel Live Power Ranking Show is followed by Knuckleballer Radio at its new time every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to hang out in live and chat um, and just uh, say what's up. So, guys, remember our friends over at B Team Podcast are at 9 p.m. on Tuesday on our unofficial sister network, All Games Radio Network. Guys, I'm Obi-Wan X2, guy over there is Yogi Zilla. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Yeah. Later.